Oh, that's like a Catholic church organization. Yeah, the Knights of Columbus. Yeah, it's one of those things like um, like Rotary Club. Or, yeah, yeah. That but they're actually Catholic, or like. I mean, he was Italian. He was Italian. I thought, like, is that is that the Columbus to which they refer? No, Knights of Columbus is a Templar order. But are they referring to? Yeah, but who's Columbus? Who's Columbus? The, the are they referring oh, no, to Christopher I, Columbus? No clue. But I'm, are they referring to like Ohio, still a where name, it was founded? Right? Like, yeah. Oh, maybe. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, is, who it, is, the, is it really founded in a... Oh, I don't know. I'm just okay. I'm just spitballing from all hypotheticals at you. But if yeah. I say it with confidence, you'll believe I'm it. I'm pretty sure it's an all... Everyone knows that. I'm pretty sure it's like an all-male Catholic, for like a fraternity sort of... It just of. seems like a weird place to found a knight, a knight order. <laughs> Columbus. Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do something in Columbus, am I right? They're like... What else yeah, are you gonna do there? There's nothing else to do, I guess. <laughs> I guess it Welcome to Why Do We Watch This, the podcast where three friends watch a bad movie, talk about what they liked, what they didn't like, and how they would fix it all while enjoying a theme cocktail. This, however, is a mini-episode. I am Brendan Drischler. I'm Chris Ravel. And I'm Lee Delahanty. Mm-hmm. And it's whatever year it is that it is. 2021. Yeah. Although I guess it was already 2021 when we did our last episode, even though it was it recorded was. prior. Yeah, it was definitely oh. 2021, because we record these live, as we all know. This is... <laughs> Well, this is the first one that we're, like, I guess, making peace with the fact it's 2021. Yeah. Anytime you listen to this podcast and you download it, we're doing it live, baby. <laughs> Just for Just you. in your phone. Just for you. <laughs> I've got the script, and we're working off of it right now. <laughs> so. We don't have anywhere else to be. As a mini-episode, one of the things we will do is we will talk about what movie we were doing two weeks from now in our next full-length episode, and that movie is going to be Just Friends, a 2005 Christmas rom-com directed by Roger Cumble, which I was sure was a misprint, and it was supposed <laughs> to be Kimble, but nope, it's mm-hmm. Cumble, starring Ryan Reynolds, Amy Smart, Anna Ferris, Chris Klein, and Christopher Marquette. And this is a movie Lee has been wanting to do since, like, 2005, I, I think. think. since the beginning. I don't know. Was it since the beginning? Was I remember, the so the one thing I remember is when we did What's Your Number, and we were recording the bullshit reel. Like, yeah. half of it is just you talking about just friends. Well, because well, you yeah. saw it, it, Anna Ferris, I think, yeah. tripped that up. For yeah, you. oh, okay, yeah. But yeah, the thing is, I mean, I, I've always had a lot of affection for just friends. It's one of my favorite, like, shitty rom-coms that I've just got lying on my hard drive, and I just kick it up every now and then. Um, and, um, I've never seen it before. Lee showed it to me at some point, uh, and I really got a kick out of it. It's a really, I mean, it's, it's flawed for sure, and there's things we can discuss, but, um, it's a really fun movie. I've never seen this movie. I think it's genuinely funny in a lot of places, too. Yeah. It's not like a rom-com that's like... I, ge- I generally... There's a lot of categories of rom-coms. We did a whole mini about it, but I think Two, in fact. there's like a spectrum of that I like to place them all on. Mm-hmm. Are they more funny or are they more romantic? And Just Friends is definitely like way more funny than it is romantic. For sure. Um, and there's also, I think, glimpses throughout of like the movie it could have been. Yeah. But, you know, the movie it is isn't all that bad. Yeah. It's not the worst. I'll be the judge of that. It'll be fun. Just me. Just you. Just you. I'm the only Just one. Just you. No one passing judgment. You guys, sit down and shut up. And, of course, we will be having a drink for it. And the drink we will be making for Just Friends is called a Sugar Mountain Supreme. It is four scoops of cookie dough ice cream, two scoops of edible cookie dough, which you can buy in a store already made, two ounces of bourbon, and three ounces of milk. And basically, just throw all that into a blender, pulse it up, get it to the consistency you want, pour it in a nice frosty glass, and then add on some toppings. Yes! Like cookies, sprinkles, chocolate syrup, whipped cream, cannoli chips, whatever your heart tells you. Yeah, it's basically... Basically, you know, we're gonna kind of do like almost like a Sunday part, but with like a bit. It's just like a big dinery feel milkshake. Feeling fatty, yeah. 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 <laughs> Hashtag feeling fatty. Feeling fatty. Might delete later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, I'm excited because who doesn't love a milkshake? Yeah. yeah. Did you actually like look up what the thing was called that he orders? In I the did diner? look up what the it's thing called. Was called. A sugar mountain it's called Supreme. a sugar mountain supreme. That's what that was. What I remembered, right? It was like pink yeah. or something with a bunch. I of don't. Sugar I just yeah. found the transcript. Yeah. Okay. Good call because I remember that there was like a thing that he gets that was called something, and I could. Yep. Glad that he did a sugar mountain supreme. I yeah. always do my research. I brought notes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. This is going to be really tasty. Yeah, sure. It'll be fun. Yeah. Anyway, we have an actual mini episode to do here. And so we were talking about possible themes for a mini episode. And the theme that we kind of hit upon was the concept of rewatching. And this sort of started from uh, an AV Club Q&A where the premise was just, what good movie do you have no desire to ever watch again? And so we'll have that. But we're also going to spring on to, like... Larger rewatching habit, habits yeah. in general. Uh, do you rewatch things? What sort of things do you rewatch? What things have you rewatched? That kind of thing. I mean, we can start, I guess, if anyone has an example of something good that they never want to see again. Kill Bill. That's Kill Bill? Number one with the bullet. When I know you've brought up uh, that a lot whenever we've mentioned Tarantino or something like that. It's, it's always been, been like yeah. a movie that, like you said, you like but have no desire to and see. And it's like, I, don't, I haven't seen a lot of Tarantino and like, I, there, Kill Bill is like, is like a, an extremely. It's one number, it's one movie in an extremely large number of movies that I'm like, that was alright, never want to see it again. Yeah. Right. And people seem to, like, look at, uh, like, what I tell that to people, people seem to take that as, like, some sort of indictment against the movie. It's not. It's just, like, I went to see it in theaters. I don't know that I would have seen it otherwise. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind it in theaters. I do remember that, that I literally, like, I had those moments where I literally felt like I was having a hard time deter- determining if I was awake during, I think, like, the sort of monochrome red and white <laughs> katana fight that yeah. happens yeah. at one point where I'm like, it feels it was like a three AM adult swim moment where I'm like, right. is this dream? Is this really happening right now? <laughs> um, but like, I just don't care about the movie. A lot of people like like love it and like want to rewatch it, and I just don't understand. I mean, I think a lot of those Kill Bill is amongst the sort of like sort of blockbuster type trend where I generally don't want to rewatch sort of blockbuster movies more than once. Mm-hmm. They're sort of fun as a spectacle, and I don't. The story's not compelling to me. I don't. I'd rather do other things with my life. I find in general they don't hold up. To rewatching, like it doesn't yeah, bring like back I, the same excitement as the first time I saw it, and I'd I'm be, more apt to be like, "Hey, wait, that doesn't make sense." Yeah, I guess I'd like to hear the reasons why people like to rewatch those types of movies, or like why people like, you know, if I, if I find a movie that I don't want to rewatch again, and someone enjoys rewatching it, I'd be curious to know why. Because I, the reason I don't rewatch it is because I have not found a reason to. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to know what your reasons are, um, but it's. Yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, I, I like. I think a lot of that. There's like a lot of rewatching. This is not me, but like happens when people are like channel surfing on, mm-hmm. on a bored day, mm-hmm. and they just sort of stumble on a movie that they've seen on like a channel, and they're like, oh, "I guess I'll just sit through that." My dad does this all the time. Yeah. Um, but I don't get that. You still have control. Like you don't have to. TV is just one. One. It, we're in 2020, baby. 2021. <laughs> you got Netflix. You got power. Especially like you could probably find a. Like unedited for television somewhere, yeah. Like on a streaming with all the dicks in, yeah. all yeah. the dicks, but yeah, with all like, of those dicks and butts in. Yeah, Kill Bill is just my main example, but I think in general, I would just say like a lot of um, entertainmenty, spectacly blockbustery movies. I um, really don't feel the need to see that much. The most recent example I could think of is Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Which I saw. I, that was going to be mine as well. And that it was, was going to be mine well, as well. I said it first, so you can think of something different now. <laughs> or else you sound like you're copying me. Yeah. Um, which I saw. I thought it was uh, very well acted, very beautifully shot, very moving, well written, everything great. Don't ever need to see it again. I'm on the whole, I think right now I'm sort of at the point in my life where I don't want to see 
sad gay movies anymore at all ever. Same. Which is why I never ended up watching, what was it called? Tis the Season on Hulu? Is Happy that, Season? Happy Season. That's what called yeah. Happy Season. Which I did not watch because the more I heard about what the premise was, I was like, you know, I don't need this right now. I, I need this in my life. You're not wrong because I did find it, like, just watching it at times felt too stressful to be funny. Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> I just wanted, like, a fun Christmas movie about a lesbian couple getting with their family. Like, that's all I wanted. I didn't want it to be this whole thing about, like, oh, she's got a conservative dad, and she's never really come out to her family before. Like, mm-hmm. get that away. Get that the fuck out of here. Well, and they, like, yeah, they, like, one of the main characters goes down this, like, really tough character arc road of, like, I don't know. It's it's tough for a lot of reasons, and it made me kind of question who that movie was really made for. But I did like it. Actually, then Happiest Season's going to be my example of that. All right, there you go. I enjoyed it. I never want to watch it again. Yeah, it, 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 interesting. I understand. This is going to be... This is now a mini about something else and not rewatching. But, like, I guess I just want to point out quickly. We don't have to dive into it too much mm-hmm. unless we want to change the topic on a live <laughs> But, like, it, what's interesting to me is that both of those movies that are sort of, like, that sort of old school, like... Uh, sort of like movies about being gay or really about being gay and how and how awful how tragic that, it yeah, is, how yeah. tragic yes. it is. But they're both those both of those movies are made by queer people. Mm-hmm. No, they are, which and is so, weird because right. like you look at those and I look at those and think like, well, this is just made for straight people to be to be like, wow, like, like I can sure it's great that I'm not like this. Yeah, be like how <laughs> what I'm sad saying. it would be for that for it to be me. I'm patting myself on the back for having empathy. Yeah, but like for but, fictional but, characters, but like you can't just like dismiss it as that because they are made. By no, people. and and I don't. And like I said, that's why I think Portrait of Lady on Fire is in fact a good movie. Yeah. It's just that like it's not something that I care for. You know, yeah. I would. I don't want to see just another. I especially don't want to see another gay period piece where it's like it sucks that we're gay because we can never be honest mm-hmm. about ourselves we can never be together even though we love each other very much and just mm. like I don't want this yeah exactly I if I want to want like I, like again I want to live in the age where I can tune in and watch a shitty gay rom-com right. on the same day that I watch a shitty straight rom-com right like, exactly well and I just especially on that period note give me a joyful gay period piece. Yeah. How many times we have to tell the narrative of like shame and loving in secret and the Faith. disapproving of society. It's so repetitive and boring. We need to find a new narrative and one that is not so denial of the self based. So I, t- I talked to Faith about this recently. She recommended, I haven't never seen it and I, I do want to now, but it's like a Hugh Grant's, uh, I forget what it's called. I think it's like a, someone's name. But look up a Hugh Grant, I'll figure it out, but there's like a Hugh Grant movie. <laughs> Where it's like a young Hugh Grant, and it is like a sort of period gay piece that does have the sort of arc of like sadness, but it, he ends up with he gets he, is he it has Morris? Like a yeah, okay, I think is what it is. Yeah, okay. Morris, Morris. It's spelled Maurice, but it's pronounced it's Morris. It's pronounced Morris. Yeah, sounds a bit. I know sus. a bit. Yeah, <laughs> a little, a little, <laughs> a little swishy. That's, little. The, that's the the posh British for you. Yeah, um, yeah. My God, what were we talking about? We were, we were talking about movies, but we don't want to rewatch. And oh yes, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I do want to reiterate. I think, I think, while it has its flaws, Happiest Season is a good movie and can be. I don't think it's not for queer people. But the reason why I I began to question who it was for was because its portrayal, its attempt to put emotional realism on the shitty feeling of being forced into the... Like, that whole situation Mm -hmm. is played too seriously to then swing into broad comedy afterwards very successfully. And, like, everyone's doing a great job. The writing's good. The directing is good. But it's just so tonally difficult to balance. And also, I the reason why I sometimes wonder if it wasn't for straight people more is because I do not think a straight person would at 
necessarily be as hung up on all of the emotional snags of that plot in quite the same way. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I understand how that that comes from the gay experience, right? You're writing the gay experience when you're writing something like that, right? Yeah. Like, you're writing about what it is like to go home to... And I'm not, you know, obviously, not all gay people have family members who are super supportive. And they, like, do have to deal with going home with their partner who they never mentioned before and dealing with the fact that, like, oh, well, my parents think, well, my sisters think. So, like, I, you know, I'm certainly not saying don't write this. Like, right. you can write this because this is, you know, it's, it's a facet of, of human life. It's just that for me... It doesn't bring... And I, I think Same. maybe just my issue in general is, by and large, dramas have very little rewatch for me. Mm-hmm. I, I just... I, I feel like it was so many, like, good movies, right? It's mm-hmm. like good dramas. I watched them, like, yeah, that's good. Never care if I see it again. So, like, do you... Because that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. Um, I was going to abstract it back out again. So, like, is it... Are you more likely... Is it the way that the movie makes you feel? Does that impact? If the movie is going to make you feel good, are you more likely to watch it? Whereas if it makes you feel sad or uncomfortable, are you less likely to rewatch it? I suppose I might be. I'm trying to think of uh, examples to the contrary. I mean, I feel like as I've gotten older, I feel like a fact of life has been that all movies make me cry. Like it's just like <laughs> it is simply like an, an inevitable fact of life. Like regardless, yeah. like oh yeah, well cry, well like I cry like when happy. In right? The no, no, yeah, no, and I'm, I'm getting that too. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of like an example of a sad movie that I enjoy. That you want to rewatch? Yeah, I was like, gonna say I really like watching sad movies. Mm. Over, I I enjoy be, feeling sad through movies because it's a safe way to feel sad. Similar to Brendan, not, let me look like, real quick. I'm I sorry. also don't really usually rewatch dramas. I don't do a lot of rewatching quick. in general. Yeah, uh, but uh, I usually don't rewatch horrors, um, particularly like the ones I really like. Just tend to be such, like, crucible experiences that I'm like, I don't need to do that twice. <laughs> like, I don't... I, I can't... I still have not broken my moratorium on horror. I do not need to see Hereditary again, even though I will tell everyone that it's, a like, an unbelievably good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like, I don't really... Th- think I need to see the Babadook again. I mean, I feel like from that, that, that goes more to like emotionally draining horror. Yeah. A lot of horror has rewatchability for me, but something like the Babadook, which I found emotionally grueling to right. sit through, is something where like I leave and I say, great, you did you did a great job. Yes. You made a good movie. It did everything you wanted it to do. I will never see this. I guess, I guess maybe that would be the guiding light for me then. I'm not going to rewatch something that I know is going to emotionally Right, because I mean, like, there are horror movies that don't have that, right? There are horror movies where it's just like, ooh, I'm scared. Ooh, this well, is creepy. And it's I, not like I'm dying inside. If I'm going to rewatch something, I don't think I'm going to really get... I don't know. Like, I don't... I do not see the value in deciding to engage in an emotionally draining experience. Like, if I'm going to rewatch something, I clearly have free time. I don't mm-hmm. want yeah. to spend that. Yeah, that's usually how well, I feel, I think. Spending my emotional coin. My th- I mean, I guess, like, yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from there. I think that probably, I, I, I can't watch horror movies anymore, period. Like, I just, they fuck me up. Uh, they fuck up my sleep schedule. Yeah. But, like, I, I do feel that if I watch The Babadook again, like, I feel like something of the magic would have worn off. Yeah, I yeah. agree with you. And I would be a little desensitized to it the, the second time around. Like, so I don't... So I, I, I agree that, like, you don't want to go through that experience twice, but I would argue almost that, like, for me, I don't think that the emotion, the, the draining would be as bad. I think that it would just be pointless because, like, I've seen it, I know what to expect, I know what's coming, and I don't think that it would have the same effect on me. Because I, I think a lot of horror, even the sort of, like, really, you know, sort of more uh, literate sort of, like, good quote-unquote horror... Yeah. Um, does kind of rely on the element of surprise and you not knowing what's That's going true. to happen. Um, and so I don't think that it would make as much sense to watch uh, more because 
How could you can't be scared more than once, really, at the same thing? <laughs> no, I, I, I think I it's just more of an issue of the tension in the atmosphere. Yeah, well, and like, because I, I think about how I think I've seen the movie Black Swan like two or three times. And I think that was a movie I probably could have just stood to seen once, because even though I wasn't necessarily like as scared the second and third time, or if at all about the third time, I was like on the similar level of just like emotionally spent and sort of depressed. Like I find that movie to be it like it stimulates such a dark feeling. Mm. So I and I'm like, wow, I guess there's just going to be some pieces that do that, right? And you just don't you just know not to go down that road unless yeah. that's which, you know. I mean, I like again, I I said that I like to rewatch movies that are like I guess like sad movies, but like I think that the movies that I like to rewatch are still the kind of sadness is a kind of sadness that I enjoy feeling. Yeah. Whereas, like, to give I, an example, yeah, uh, read Meet Joe Black. Oh, I, okay. I really like. Uh, I mean, specifically, this is maybe a thing we want to move on that I want to talk about in greater detail later on. Mm-hmm. But like, I have not watched the whole of Meet Joe Black uh-huh. a lot of the time because it's long, and I don't have time for that, and I don't need to. I know what happens to Meet Joe Black. But I frequently enjoy revisiting the story of Mitchell Black, mm-hmm. and I like the way it ends, and I sort of like the very poignant, like, father walking away and these two people that can't really be together, and, like, I like the speech he gives at the end, and I like the way that he's... Yeah, yeah I, I guess... I could see that. I guess what I would say, and I'm not trying to, like, disagree with you or argue with you when I say this, is uh-huh. that that's more of, like, an emotional catharsis sad, well, yeah. versus, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, like you know, like, Steel Magnolias or something, right, where, like, I, someone dies. I don't know okay. Steel Magnolias. I'm saying, like, if you, watch, if you watched a movie about someone who had cancer and it ends with them dying, it's sort of, like, that feels like it might be a different sort of... No, I, I'm not arguing, I'm not disagreeing with you there. Yeah. I think I like, I like sort of feeling like, I like movies that sort of leave me with that catharsis, with no, I, I, like yeah. a happy ending. And I agree, and I think I would, I, I sort of feel that way too. Yeah. I'm try, I can't really think of any examples off the top of my head of movies that sort of like end in a sad place but provide you with yeah. some sort of emotionally uplifting thing. But I mean, like, thing. I've never seen Schindler's List, but I guarantee you I probably wouldn't want to watch it more than once. No, I agree no, with you too. I, I think that would you. be too dark to deal yeah. with. I mean, that is sort of, I think, something that everyone could get on board with. There are just some movies that are just not... I mean, like, Schindler's List is one. And, like, I think maybe there are topics and yeah. very frank depictions of those topics hmm. that are maybe... Um, uh, kind of harrowing to experience right, as a film. Right, but I mean, and people buy these movies, and one would hope if they're buying them, it means that they're watching them more than <laughs> once. Good point. But I, I, but, so, like, I'm, I'm not saying that, like, that this is always the case, but, like, some people yeah. must enjoy watching those things, and that's fine. Yeah. You know, yeah, more power I, to you. I don't, really, I don't know what, you know, would motivate you, but I'm sure that, like, by the same reasons that people like re- to rewatch Kill Bill, there might be some people that enjoy... I mean... It's weird. It does. It makes it. It sort of sounds like a weirdly not like selfish, but like um, privileging maybe thing to say that mm. like I don't want to watch something that makes me uncomfortable more than once. Like, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, it feels a bit weird to say that, but I mean, it's also a bit. It's just kind of like true. Like yeah. you know, you know, if you maybe some people have the ability to um, sort of stomach that and, and sit through that, maybe they they get something out of that experience of being made to feel like uncomfortable or mm-hmm. or like sad or you know left you know. But, you know, I, I, it doesn't mean... I don't think that it has to mean that we're, like, <laughs> like it's like weaklings or whatever. Yeah. 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 Choosing to just rewatch things that can make us feel nice things. It's weird to think about it in these terms, but I almost kind of think about it as, like, is the emotion it's making you feel productive, or is it just sort of, like, putting you in a bad place? So, like, if, if you do love this feeling of, like, high tension mm-hmm. and that kind of discomfort, 
I would say that's probably a productive emotion for you because that is something that yeah. gives you well, I mean, something good. But I'm saying, like, you know, for me, I should not watch Black Swan again because I know that's just going to, like, put me yeah. down. Mm-hmm. Well, we know that some people watch the movies like The Puppetuck and are like, that wasn't even scary. So, right. like, I'm sure that they probably enjoy rewatching it. For what reasons? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have to understand everyone in the world. Right. It's probably impossible well, anyway. We could. Yeah. I don't think we even... Yeah. Do we even fully understand the people we know? <laughs> Do we even fully understand ourselves? Oh, boy. <laughs> Too deep. Back, English, yeah. English back, to the, back, back to the shallow yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. Back, if, if we can continue waiting the shallow end. Strap your floaties on, Chris. Yeah. So, uh, going off of that, I guess we're going to go with the concept of just things that we do rewatch. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious, actually, just before we go into this, really, can you guys guess what is the movie you've seen the most? I mean, Bringing a Baby has got to be up there. Okay. There are a lot of, like, ritual mm-hmm. movies, right? And, like, we, mm-hmm. a lot of those movies, there were, like, ones that we've watched together a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, there's, you know, movies like The Music Man, and movies that are just tied to a time of year, or, right. um, or whatever. Bringing a Baby isn't really, like, tied to a specific time of year, but it's one that I've seen a lot, mm-hmm. and that I, I, like, there are a lot of movies like that that I know enough to almost recite them. Yeah. Be, like, Clue. Yes. Yeah. Everyone's, Clue is probably gonna be there for a lot of people yeah. in our group. Seen yeah. that one a lot, for sure. Yeah. Um... I mean, there's no way of knowing if I'm right about this. No, I mean, I, I, this, this is, I'm just curious about an educated guess of like, as to what you think might be the Yeah. I remember choice. there was sort of like a period in college where it was like me and the people I knew and we just sort of had those, like whatever DVDs we had between us, that's what we could like watch pretty much. And um, so like a lot of the same kind of movies in that cycle. So it was like a lot of Mean Girls and Clueless, Quills, yeah. seen that so many times. <laughs> Mean Girls is a movie that I know a lot of people in my group enjoy watching that I could I could do with watching a bit less. So I yeah well so I'll I can say a lot of those movies at least I think before those were ones where I was like oh I want to rewatch this mm. whereas I find now maybe it's an age thing I don't know but I'm more kind of in the like if I find that somewhere or I see that like HBO like is streaming that movie I'll be kind of like oh yeah I'll go like check that out. Mm. Um, but it's not usually something I'm going to go and, like, look for necessarily. If I happen acro- uh, upon it. Like, I love the movie The Craft. I'm not going to usually search for that. Yeah. Like, if someone's streaming that somewhere, cool. There's some real... By the way, I don't always rewatch good shit. I rewatch a lot of bad Oh, yeah. No, I mean, that's the thing, too. Because I think it's important to state that I think rewatchability does not necessarily equal good. It oh, does not no. necessarily equal your yeah. favorite movie. I mean, because I think... For I've me, seen, I've seen Showgirls a ton. Yes, you have. We're all very worried about you. I know. Because I, I think for me, if I were to venture a guess, my most watched movie is probably Jurassic Park. And I think that is one of those few times that coincides with like a movie I really enjoy and a movie I've seen a lot. But like I was thinking, so I just made a quick list of like, if I were to guess like what movies I've had on in the background the most as like, just like either it's on TV and I'll watch it or like I need background noise or what have you. And so this is what I came up with. Charade. Cool. Right, which is like it's 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 engrossing, but not. I think there's a thing also where it has to be like emotionally engaging, but not to the point that you'd like stop what you're doing and sit there and be like, oh, let's watch it. Well, and or it's you can drop in, drop out, right? Right, because yeah. you already know what it is. Right, exactly. So like, I think it need, there needs to be like some kind of a hook that works for you in some emotional way, but it doesn't necessarily have to be something that like draws you in and grabs right. you. Um, Clue was another one I'd mm-hmm. written, so like obviously yeah. good call there, Lee. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flight of the Navigator, which is something I have watched so many times. 
I get confused. Is yeah. one of the Navigator the one with Robert Preston, or is that the other one? Rob, no, that's the Last Starfighter. The Last Starfighter. Oh, you get those confused yes. constantly. I which love I like the Last. Star I like the Last Starfighter a lot too, but I did not see that until later in life. I didn't see either. I've, I've barely seen either of them. I think really? I've seen. Bits You've never of seen the Robert Last Starfighter. I've seen him huh. in it, but I don't okay. think I, I couldn't tell you what the movie's about. Okay, what it's a the... pretty good movie. I'm sure it is. I yeah. just have not gotten around to it. Is it all like Disney Plus? Because that Disney. Movie? It's not Disney. Oh. I have it on Blu-ray. Last Starfighter and. Um, Starman. We would watch those back-to-back at my grandma's house a lot. Starman, I... I Last Starman took me Fighter. a long time to see, but I love Starman. It's wonderful. One of my... Probably another top three sci-fi. As a child, I loved it. I don't think I understood it at all, but I really liked it. I gave you a baby. Baby give it to you. I gave you a baby. Anyway. Um, I also said the 1998 Parent Trap is a movie that has come up a lot oh, for me. Oh, wow, wow, wow. That's the one with, like... Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. Okay. I was yeah. going to say that. Baby I, I can't... Yeah. I, the, 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 I couldn't... You know what I was going to say? What? I was going to be torn between Lindsay Lohan and, and Hillary Duff because it feels like they were, like, <laughs> up an era. <laughs> they, they, they were both, like, running, like, side by side. Yeah. Like, the twin Hydra heads of tween Disney. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, and <laughs> I guess Hannah Montana came a little bit after. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we were all older. Wasn't Hannah point. Montana is a fake name? Miley. Miley Cyrus. Yes. Um, the Princess Diaries, of course. Of course. Uh, the Rescuers, which is, I think, probably my most watched Disney movie, which is a strange Same, actually. Choice. Both of them. I, I mean, think like, it's because, like, there are better, there, like, there are ones that I think are better and I like more, but I will get too involved in them. Whereas The Rescuers, again, is just sort of like, you can throw it on a TV and, like, tune in and out, and it's fine. That's, That's interesting, child. because, like, if I was, like, I probably could tell you that I've seen The Great Master Detective a lot of times, but mm-hmm. it would never occur to me to mention it because, like, I don't think I would... I don't just do it now. Mm-hmm. Partly because I don't have access to it now. Like, mm-hmm. I guess I do because I have Disney Plus Disney now, Plus, yeah. but that's in the last, like, year. Mm-hmm. Before then, I didn't really have access to it. It's not really a movie that I actively thought about a lot or was like, I should torrent it so that I have it on yeah, my yeah. hard drive or whatever. It just never occurred to me. But it's a movie I like a lot and, you know, probably watch a lot as a child. Right. I mean, and it's also, I think that's part of the reason, too, like, because I saw it as a child, it's something yeah, yeah. I find calming to have on, you know? So it's yeah. like, it's not going to stress me out anyway. I watched both of those Rescue movies. I think it was yeah. that I, and I, I remember Down Under way more than I remember the I think, well, the thing was, if I remember this correctly, Down Under came out on VHS first, so yes. I was aware of Down Under yeah. for a longer time than I was the original Rescuer, so I had seen Down Under a lot more. Well, and I think, like, I think I, because of that, I saw Down Under first, and for the longest time thought that was the first one. Mm. And then as a child, I was like, why is the second one, like, shittier? Isn't it amazing that The Rescuers is about Mouse UN, by the way? I yes! I love <laughs> it! What a fucking, what a concept. I know, and, it really and, is. And lest you think they are only worried about mouse issues. No, 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 no. They no, care no. about people. Yeah. People, humans. <laughs> it is weird also, they don't seem to really delve into the mouse issues so much. <laughs> They're not sort of like, so uh, we got some problem. There's some new traps being laid out in the yeah. UN. Should we deal with that? Like, no, no, little girl's been kidnapped. Let's focus also, on that first. It's so like, bonkers. The other, um... The there there was actually a scene from the I think it was Down Under, which is the one where the 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 bird is about to get like what seems to be like a hellish surgical procedure from a bunch of That's chickens. Under. Yeah. yeah. Chick- they're mice. Oh, was it mice? Yeah, it's definitely I don't know mice. why my head slept in chickens. But as a child that like freaked me all the way the hell out. That like really I mean there's always something very excruciating to me about like surgery played for comedy press. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But the first, I mean, like again, back to like the fact that, by the way, if it's the most you want that cares about people, but also <laughs> involved to the level of like one. One human being kidnapped. We is so micro. Right, right. We gotta stop. Yeah, we gotta stop everything the mouse UN is doing and focus on Nations one child. Council. Right. Yeah. Like it's just anyway. What if I remember, so, so the thing too, I remember correctly in the book, they're not like a mouse UN. They're just like a group of mice who help prisoners. Agents. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But they're in like 
Is the whole They're international in the aspect like made up from the? Movie? I don't remember. It's been. I read the book like <laughs> once. It's been so like long the animators are like, you want to have some fun. I just. I only reason to bring this up because it wasn't. I have. I don't know why I thought about it recently, but in the last few months, I was thinking about the rescuers. I'm like, man, what a weird. How do? Why is that a movie? Why is there a movie? <laughs> so many questions I have as an adult that I never had as a child. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> um. Yeah, after that I had said True Beverly Hills, of course. Oh my goodness. Uh, yes. the the two uh, again, the the two heads of this Hydra are Fantasia and Koyana Scotsi, which I have both seen as just, like yes. background noise yeah. movies. Perfect, Soundtrack. right? Right. Exactly, cuz you yeah. can just have it on, you got some visuals going. You don't have to really pay attention to what's happening. Yeah. It's great. I gotta say, I like it's interesting when you use the list of a lot of these movies that you don't really need to pay attention to that much. I, you do tend to do that anyways. Like I've kind of known that, that yeah. you just tend to put like things on. Mm-hmm. For me, my go-to is not movies, I guess. And for me, like I don't, uh, I don't do that a lot in general in terms of like putting that kind of like visual and audio uh-huh. background on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, I mean, I, I'm like a, listen, I'm like a, I'm a gamer, all right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm an Whoa. elite gamer. Okay. Wow. Uh, you're so like, edgy. If I do do that, no. But you're I, a girl. I sometimes do, like, Twitch streams, maybe. Uh-huh. Um, or, like, a TV show. But, if, it, like, uh, it would never occur to me to, like, put a movie on while I was doing something. I think, like, the last time I would have done that is maybe when I was doing screenwriting. Mm-hmm. Because it felt like... Sort of like, osmosis I, yeah, you're going so like, to, like uh, just kind of absorb give me your guess. Yes. channel of voice. <laughs> yeah, by watching and by putting a good movie on that I knew and didn't really have to pay attention to. But uh-huh. other than that, like I don't. That if I'm rewatching, I I probably am actively paying attention. What if so I'm doing? But it depends on what yeah. I'm in the mood for. One of the biggest rewatch opportunities I think that I'll keep in, indulging in throughout my life is I'll oh, just put a movies while I pack to move. Which has been actually a really yeah. good way to make that time move by fast. Well, you pack to move. Pack. Well, yeah. So, oh, okay. like, if so I'm... when you've been moving, you pa- okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I I did. I was trying to think of like, when I did mini painting. I sometimes would put stuff on, but that's how I watched a lot of. Again, that that wasn't. I didn't actually rewatch. I was. I got through like Jack Whitehall travels with his dad or whatever that show's called on Netflix. <laughs> Uh, well, I would oh, yeah. never would have watched willingly otherwise, but right. like it felt like something that was like kind of a visual podcast of like I don't really care too much what they're doing. Yeah, I'm gonna be staring at a little tiny plastic dude painting. You it. can get the idea of what's happening. Yes, just by listening I can to hear it, yeah. it and I can look up if I want to and right. see whatever the fuck they're doing. But I don't really need to pitch too much. But uh, I don't know. I could my rewatch habits are kind of maybe a bit weird, but like I, I think I tend to be obsessed not with like. Or like not not with like watching like a whole thing over again, but I get really caught up on like moments mm-hmm. or arcs. Mm-hmm. So um, I have a YouTube. I have many YouTube playlists, honestly. But like, um, I watch a lot of like uh, YouTubers. Uh, some of them are gaming. Some of them are otherwise. Uh, Yogscast is a big one. I actually have a, a playlist specifically for Yogscast things that I put whenever there's like usually not the whole episode. The whole episode might be like fifteen twenty minutes of like them playing a game. And there, if I put a video on that playlist, it's usually because there's, like, one or two things that happened in that episode that constitute maybe, like, a minute of time that I thought were so funny that I don't want to forget those things. Mm-hmm. And the hard part is, like, I can't... I What I really wish I could do on YouTube is, like, annotate Mark it. Mark the time, yeah. Yes, and say, like, this is why I put this on the playlist. So, no, I, I can't really do that right now, so I, I just have to kind of, like, know. And YouTube has a decent way of, like, monitoring where you last left off. Yeah. So if I've watched it somewhere recently, it'll already be timestamped to that bit. Um, but I'll go back every now and then and I'll just like go through like the funny moments. Usually I remember them. 
enough that I kind of know like what's going on in the like I can find it or whatever. Uh, but it's usually something that I that I enjoy, and I, I like, it really happens a lot with like somebody says a start some a certain phrase or a quote, or they just say something a certain way that I get really um, I just find it so funny, and I generally tend to absorb those and do them like later to, as a joke to, just to my for only myself because nobody else will ever understand the reference that I'm making, um, and sometimes they just become part of my vernacular that no one understands where I came where they came from. Oh my goodness, um, interesting. So I yeah, a lot of it is that. Like there was one that I was rewatching today because I was thinking about this podcast that we were the mini episode that we we're gonna do, uh, or it was like an episode of TGT where like everyone's really acting stupid and being really confused, and then somebody turns around the corner and shoots the detective dead after a, a bunch of it already happens, and like Ben, who's the detective, just you guys like you can hear him go off mic because he's so upset. He just goes, "Why, why?" <laughs> just like as if he's shouting it to avoid. And the way he says it was just so like perfect. Yeah, it was the culmination of just like and like the perfect sort of yakety sax routine, <laughs> of, like people running around in circles and shooting each other for no reason. Um, it was a great moment. So there's like that. Uh, TV shows I like to rewatch a lot, but usually I, I don't want to. Re- I don't want to go through the whole seven seasons of something. Yeah. Um, and what I really appreciate now is a lot of YouTubers make like uh, compilations, <laughs> not like fan vids, because yeah. that's still a thing. Uh-huh. Like, and sometimes I'll watch a really well made fan vid, but like people, there's a really good one someone did for The Mentalist that's like. Jane and Lisbon from seasons one to seven. So you just like see all of their moments. So like, if you didn't care at all about the mysteries, like I didn't really care that much about the mysteries. They're, they're a dime a dozen. There's seven seasons worth of them to go through. They don't matter. But like, I, it just kind of cuts out like all of the evolution of like their dynamic and their relationship. And I'll put that on sometimes. Cause like, it's nice to remember like where those characters started and where they ended. Um, so I appreciate people that do that. The one thing I do like a lot about the fact that, you know, it's so easy to stream television shows now is it's so easy for it to be sort of like a Russian roulette thing. Yes. Where, like, before it's sort of like, I'm making a choice because I have to put this disc in the disc player. Yeah. So, like, I have to open it up, look, and decide, right. like, well, I want this episode this season. I'm going to watch this now. With, like, Disney Plus, now it's just like, oh, I'm going to watch an episode of The Simpsons. Which one? I don't know. I'm just going to scroll through it, push play. Great. It's and on in the background. you just leave it on. Right. Yeah. 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 Because, yeah. um, I mean, The Simpsons and MST3K are probably, like, the two shows that I watch as background noise the most. Because, again, I prefer a comedy as opposed to a drama, because mm. I think it's easier. Like, you you can catch a joke, laugh at it, leave, come back, get another joke. It's great. That's why, for me, like, hard drive is best, because it's mm-hmm. easiest for me to just find, open, skip to wherever point I want to watch. Right. Mm-hmm. If I'm watching, if I'm rewatching a movie, it's very seldom. It'll be movies like Clue or Bringing Up Baby, where I just want to sit down and watch a little movie. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I just want to, like, open up the Mad Miss Manton and watch just, you know, a few seconds of, um, I don't know, fucking can't remember the guy, some, some Fonda. Henry Fonda, I think his name is. Is that his name? I mean, there is a, there is, Henry Fonda is an actor. There's a lot of Fondas. Okay. Uh, and you are and fond of the Fondas. Barbara Stanwyck <laughs> go at it, you know, for a few minutes. Like, I'll just watch, you know, there are a couple scenes of them arguing. Um... So that's the best form of it for me is on the hard drive. YouTube is good. It's pretty fast. Netflix is like, okay. Sometimes the buffering and skipping around. Yeah. Kind of Netflix's don't. interface is also a little bit longer. Than, yeah. You know, like it's, it's harder to search for a specific thing on Netflix. Yeah. You can be like, oh, I want to watch this show. But then it's like, well, which season? Which right. episode? Yeah. As opposed to like YouTube, you should be like, oh, it's this episode. Although I do find Netflix and because I'm also, I, my, I will almost... My rewatches are usually just comic, like TV comedies that I'll also leave on in the background. And Netflix and Hulu are usually what I would use for those. Although I guess now I'm going to have to start doing Peacock because it is usually like, I don't know, like Person Rack, 30 Rock. Uh, sitcoms around that time that I'll just be like, I really liked this season. I'll just start at the beginning and leave that on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is that, 
We had big monologues. Is that you? Just you're just. Gonna <laughs> I mean, I the, thirty rock. And I will just rock. because legitimately, I don't. I don't do a lot of rewatching. I'm not just being smug. I'm just getting. I'm oh, giving you the floor for more. I understand. I, but I rented a lot about. No, I know, but it's habits. it's just that I like. I don't. I don't do a lot of rewatching. Yeah. Ever like, and but when it is, it's usually TV comedies. But I just don't rewatch usually, and it's not because, you know, I didn't like the show or the movie, but I don't know, like. It's sort of like reading a book again. I do that extremely rarely, and I don't. Yeah. I don't. Know I mean, that's what, that's different because a book is a huge time commitment, you know. Yeah. Like whereas a TV show, it's is more like, active too. Right. Yeah. It's, it's that. Yeah, you have to like really be focused on a book. Whereas a movie that you've seen before, or a TV show you've seen before, you can have it on and not fully yeah, pay attention. It's to it. more a book passive. is like you're making a choice to sit down with this for twenty hours or whatever. Yeah, my thought processes aren't the same for like rewatching books and rewatching. Yeah, books. Books, books are a whole different place. Yeah. I guess I, I I agree with that, but I guess I only brought it up just to say that like I. I am so much less likely to re-experience a story I've already, like, gone through. Mm-hmm. Just, it, I, I don't know, it just doesn't appeal to me usually. Yeah. I mean, I go on, I have nights where, and half of them are unintended, where I have maybe plug in the old hard drive for, to look for a specific thing, and either in the process of looking for that thing get distracted or I find the thing and then the hard drive is plugged in so I might as well <laughs> see what else is there see right. what else is <laughs> there and I will in- it will like I will just instantly lose three hours of my life oh, because yeah. I yes. will just be looking at all this old stuff yeah no that happens to me all the time with hard drives yeah. yeah it's so easy so that is a risk that's a, like a real legitimate risk and I do that yeah. the same with like YouTube I'll go through my, my playlist yeah and I'll like go through and like uh, what's really helpful now is like I mean people are kind of catching on I think to like clipping out uh, the sort of highlights of content creators mm-hmm. there are whole channels that Devoted are that, officially right? sanctioned by people like there's um like Drake and Ashton is like a YouTube channel that is officially like paid for by the Oxcast and all he does is find other things from the like streams and shorten them to like highlights or like do compilations of like weird things Lewis says that like I will just like gladly throw on and I'll just get like you know from like any p- period of time a bunch of like funny Lewis quotes that I remember from more content baby yeah just like you know, just weird stuff, and I will, that's, you know, you, obviously, there's many reasons people get lost in, like, YouTube holes for hours, but that's how I do it. I've got a lot of playlists, and I've just got a lot of, like, content creators that will just happily provide me with, like, memories of things that I've watched before. And, like, you know, there's, like, pl- there's, like, more Yogscast that I don't see than stuff that I see. But I would say <laughs> I watch, like, maybe, like, 10% of it, and then I'm rewatching probably another content 5%. Content that is recycling <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting to think about. And, like, you know, I'd never watch all of it. Like, this is what these people do for a living, so they're basically, like, their own fucking TV network at this point. Yeah. But, like, you know, I... It's... I don't know. I, I It's just, like... Again, I think it's that... It's tied to the sort of, like, you people that you guys talked about rewatching comedy a lot. Um, I just want to watch my old funny bits. Yeah. And I just really enjoy watching, like, the th- funny things I remember happening and the weird shit they say. <laughs> Sometimes it... Actually, a couple times it will legitimately be, like... A play, and you know they're not really good at games, the Elks cast. But like every now and then, there will be like a play that is so fantastic that I will have to see it more than once. And I appreciate that they do this because like I recently got into Game Grumps, but uh, I don't watch them. I've, I'm not going to go back into their like seven year history. Never. The fuck no. Uh, there's too much. I don't really know. But they actually have like a channel where like people submit their favorite moments and they'll find it and make a video of that. Uh, called Grump Out, so it's like two minute clips, which I find like a really great way to like. I have a hard time sometimes shutting off at night, uh, so if I've finished an episode of TV or a chapter in a book and I've decided that that's going to be when I go to bed and I'm still like rebelling against the idea of turning off, 
it'll be nice to have like that as like a, I just watch like four of these. And that, that way, like, it's like a, it's not a huge, it's not like the same you, thing as opening a new 30 minute episode or something. You taper yourself off. Yes. Yeah. That's really smart. And it's, I, I have a similar thing too, where I'm like, you had to do all of this shit all day that you didn't want to do. So yeah. now that you have free time, you got to make sure that you, you keep staying up yeah. looking at dumb bullshit on the internet you don't care about. And the other good thing about doing, about ending the night that way is like, it's, it's a minute and a half, it's like minute and a half, two minute videos of like some duped goofy funny shit happening so like if I've just happened if I've accidentally or on purpose read something or watched something that's like maybe not the best note to end my day on emotionally like I can at least like tone switch and and, (laughs) that's um, really nice something happy but that's all I got really that's that's yeah that's that's all I got too rewatch some comedies you'll have fun yeah rewatch things that make you laugh yeah about love and definitely rewatching has kind of I mean I feel like there's a million think pieces about it now of like rewatching in quarantine but of like Oh, sorry. <laughs> Lee, you should put that on a wooden plaque. <laughs> you would be the first to ever do that. Yeah. Um, but I, it's it's a thing, right? Of, like, everyone is... It's it, it's very comforting to yeah. go and rewatch the familiar. Yeah, exactly. Um, it is one of those nice things also, because, like... I mean, there are some, but by and large, there are not new movies coming out. So it's not like I feel pressured to go see X right now. Yeah. Because, like, there is nothing new coming out. So, like, if you want to rewatch something you've seen a million times before, go ahead and do it. You're not going to miss out on anything. Or get caught up on old shit, honestly, that mm. you maybe missed the first time oh, around. so much I didn't... I still need to see, and I can't remember what they are half the time. Yeah. I keep lists on my phone now. Like, even if I never work my way through them, <laughs> at least I know that there's a list there. I should just start doing that. Yeah, you should. It's easy. Well... Thank you guys for having this discussion. We will be back two weeks from now with our full episode, Just Friends. Tune in, won't you? It's going to be February, so it is, of course, our rom-com episode. Mm-hmm. So we'll all be eating little red chocolate shaped like hearts and <laughs> shit while we watch it. It's the year of love. It's the year of love, it's baby. It's the year of love. Yep. www.thefact.com <laughs> is our website. Facebook.com slash podcast. That's all you need to know. Go to iTunes or Stitcher, wherever you download podcasts, and rate. Smash that subscribe button, baby. Five stars only. Five stars only. Bye. Bye. Bye.